Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet recorded on this microphone, The Noobs and the Whovian. My name is Austin, and I'm the Whovian, and these are my sons, Tripp and Corbin. And we're the Noobs! Welcome to episode number four, covering series one, episodes four and five of Doctor Who, Aliens of London, and... and World War Three. Very good. We'll kick things off with some trivia, as we always do. First of all, this is story number 160. Boys, welcome to your first two-parter. Yeah. This is where the uh, the story number and the episode numbers are going to sort of break apart. We are covering both episodes today, so this might be yeah. slightly longer. That's right. So we are going to cover uh, both um, I think we kind of made that decision that when we have the two-parters or multi-parters or whatever, that we're just going to cover them all at one shot. So, uh, so we probably didn't mention that last week. So if you haven't watched both... Yeah, you probably shouldn't be listening. <laughs> you should pause, go watch one yeah, go. or both of those episodes. Watch if you haven't watched them. any of them, why are you listening to this podcast? Yeah. Anywho, so these originally Who? aired... At <laughs> Anywho. Yes. Oh, did I say any who? Oh, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Awesome. That's sweet. I was like, I didn't say who. I said why. What are we talking about? Originally aired April 16th and 23rd of 2005 with six, uh, I'm sorry, 7.63 million viewers. That seems to be where we're sort of leveled out right now. Uh, 7.6, 7.63 7. on the first one and 7.6 on the second one. So I just, just left it together. Basically. Written again by our good boy Russell T, Russell T Davies, and directed by Keith Mm, Boak? Bo- Boak? Boak. Boak. Let's go with Boak. <laughs> the, the face, face of, of Keith Boak. Doctor Who. Just the Doctor. <laughs> All right. Uh, cast this week is going to include uh, the first appearance appearance of Harriet Jones. The first um, one? Is there another one? She, she was the one who kept... Well, I mean, there's it's implied in the word first, isn't it? Um, she was the one who kept showing the ID card and saying... Yeah. Harriet Jones, MP of Northern Flippity Doo, whatever it was. I couldn't, I couldn't ever catch it because British towns just have weird names, uh, especially when British people say it. Uh, played yeah. by Penelope Wilton. Now Penelope Wilton is one of those. Uh, where do I know that lady from? Faces. She was Isabel Crawley on Downton Abbey. So the boys don't know that at all. But yeah. um, one of my favorite shows. I watched all of it uh, twice. <laughs> love, love, love that show. Um, she also played uh, Barbara on Shaun of the Dead, which we've never seen, but a lot of people have seen, so I thought I'd throw that out there. So if you yeah. know who Barbara is from Shaun of the Dead, congratulations. Uh, we had a return. Y'all remember Mox of Balhoon? Who was Mox yes. of Balhoon? The oh, little blue alien the little who blue guy got burned to death. Who got melted or whatever. <laughs> played by Jimmy V. Y'all remember that? He's the, the uh, little person. He was the porcine alien, the little pig, ma- oh. the little pig man, alien pig thing. Oh, that's that was, what that was. That was Mox of Balhoon in a new oh, costume. That was, um, and and I, I, I told the boys, I've been telling the boys that I was, I was not real sure about this episode and the creep factor, which we'll get into later on. And when the the big reveal happened and it was a pig, the boys were like, "Dad, what's your problem?" <laughs> It's a pig. And, and then, I was sitting there. Go ahead. And then the real big reveal happened, and we were like, "Okay, yeah, jump, this isn't as creepy." Jump, jumping ahead, but at any rate, um, when the pig is running down the hall, I was just sitting there, mouth agape, and I, I turned to Trip and I said, uh, 
I gotta be honest with you right now. I, I don't remember this part at all. <laughs> <laughs> there was no recollection in my mind of a pig running out of there and getting shot. I like how shot you uh, called it yeah. a porcine alien, but yeah. we actually find out it is from Earth. Yeah, well, por- no, por- porcine means pig. It means yes. of pig. Yes. And that's actually was a quote from the episode. So I can't remember who it was, but somebody called him the porcine alien, which I was like, that's the best. I'm Probably the doctor. We actually no, it was some random find thing. out somewhere in there that it actually flew from Earth. Yes. Loop back. Yes. Loops back around. Um, we also have uh, Dr. Sato. Yeah. Uh, she was the um, uh, coroner, the one that did the autopsy. Oh, yeah. And uh, she is played by, I'm going to butcher this, Naoko Mori. And the only reason I listed her, because there's there's a bunch of people here, yeah. but I listed her uh, because apparently she makes a crossover into Torchwood. She's like oh. one of the characters what? on Torchwood. And the story goes that during this incident, she was undercover for uh, for Torchwood. Undercover. And so she was undercover for Torchwood. And um, I love when they do stuff like that. Like, that was not in anybody's mind when they did this episode. But for whatever reason, either they decided to bring back this character or they just hired that actress and was like, you know, <laughs> she was she in a thing. She has already been in That's this. right. So you know what? On second thought, even though she was hiding and cowering in the corner, we're just going to say she was acting because she was undercover for Torchwood. So, <laughs> uh, so that's all the interesting uh, cast for this week. Uh, the only other sort of miscellaneous uh, trivia that I had was that this is the first appearance of Unit uh, since an episode called Battlefield, which took place in 1989. Uh, the, the episode aired in 1989, uh, which apparently was the last year of the original run. That was the last year of Classic Who. Um, so Unit didn't show up until sort of late in the thing, and they've brought it back real fast. Um, I don't know if y'all caught it, but it stood for the United Nations Intelligence Task Force, and that is the only time you're ever going to hear that. Because later on, they apparently the UN didn't like um, them using that name. The United Nations didn't like that. They didn't like the association. So they changed it to the Unified Intelligence Task Force. <laughs> and that's what it stands for uh, from here on out. So, all right. Um, Wait, real yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, the doctor made a shout out to how he used to be on that alien research, like, force thing you know uh-huh remember that uh-huh i wonder if that was in one of the actual earlier episodes mm-hmm. yeah i didn't di- i didn't dig into the episode battlefield um but uh so i don't i don't know if it has happened previously in classic who but i will just say this is not the last time we're going to hear from unit and just leave it there but i did think it was funny that he said worked with him in the past uh but they wouldn't recognize me i've changed a little bit since then and corbin said yeah that's a it's like a reference to his regeneration. That's a regeneration shout out. Um, maybe that needs to be its own uh, its own thing. So, all right. So trivia trivia done. That brings us to the recap. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. All right. So today I'll be doing the recap. It starts off. They arrive back in the present, which actually turns mm-hmm. out to be a year later. And then, shortly after that, there is the alien crash, and a body mm-hmm. is found, which is the pig, of course. Of course. The doctor teleports straight into the, the building. Medical, medical. Into, and like, a closet or something. Yeah. It's like, three things going on here. 
he teleports into that building. This person finds the emergency protocol. What was her name? Harriet Jones. Harriet Jones, Harriet Jones finds the and emergency the girl protocol. Was walking to the pig. Yeah, the <laughs> pig was making a bunch of noises. Right as the doctor arrives, the alien escapes, and then we get another shot, which is the actual aliens, not the pig, uh, unzipping themselves. Yeah, they Awkward. like unzip their foreheads. So and this blue light flashes, and it's weird. then. Uh, what was Rose's mom's name? Jackie. 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 She starts reporting Doc, the doctor. I was gonna say Doctor Who. The police find him and take him to the uh building. Oh, and the aliens were named Slavin. Yes. If we didn't, if we didn't catch that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So Jackie calls in an alien sighting, meaning the doctor. They surround the TARDIS yes. and freak out, and Rose thinks they're being arrested, but he said, no, we're being escorted. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Then we find out who the aliens actually are in, like, three different scenes at the same time. Yeah. They <laughs> kill all of the alien intelligence people and With, um, blame it on the doctor. Then they lock down the building so the doctor doesn't escape. Oh yeah, they put on full. Then um, Rose and Harriet get trapped and are rescued by the doctor. And uh, at the same time, pretty much, Mickey kills the first alien with the vinegar, vinegar or whatever <laughs> and eggs. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, it was everything Jack- with vinegar. Jackie, yeah, Jackie made did it. Yeah. The true plan is discovered, like, the alien's true plan, then they decide to launch a missile on the building to take out the aliens. They succeed, they save the day, and the doctor goes out on another adventure with Rose coming along. Alright, so, uh, overall impressions, what, um, what would you guys, uh, out of ten, what are you gonna, what are you gonna give it, Trip? This is both episodes. This is the whole story. Mm, I, I liked it. So I think maybe 8 out of 10 creepy fingers. <laughs> creepy <laughs> claw fingers. Yeah. Right. Okay. Corbin, what do you think? I'd say, like, I love this. This was probably, like, a 9 out of 10, uh, I don't know, flesh suits. Flesh <laughs> <laughs> We're really honing in on the Slitheen here because I was, I, this one was. I mean, it was okay. It was okay. There, there was some interesting stuff. Um, like the pig. <laughs> yeah. The that, pig just blew that, me away. That was. I'm weird. gonna. I'm gonna. Trip. What did you say? I said eight. Out of ten. Eight, and you said nine. Ugh. I'm gonna. Means I'm gonna give this like. I like this. This, this rating is not gonna be based on it standing on its own. This is going to be based on what I already love about Doctor Who. I'm gonna give this. Six, uh, six out of ten really big farts. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't mean six bad things, but j- six out of ten really bad farts. Okay. <laughs> so that makes it sound worse now that I think about it. That's okay. Oh, really bad episode. Isn't okay. It? Now I told the boys that um, for for the whole time that I've been watching the show and saying, man, I would really love to enjoy this with my children. I have been worried about the creep factor, yeah. right? 
So this is one of the episodes, and I'll be honest with you, this episode bothered me for some reason. I don't know why. Um, Last episode was scarier than this, I swear. I did did not remember the last one. And here's what happened, okay? I started watching, and people told me, you just got to muscle through season one because it gets so much better in series two. And so I, I watched the first couple episodes, and then I started watching... I don't even know if I finished... I think I finished Aliens of London. And it was a two-parter, and it was a cliffhanger. And I did not watch World War Three for, like, a year. I mean, I just what? totally stopped watching Doctor Who. I, maybe it was six months. Okay. It was ridiculously long. I was, like, done with Doctor Who. It's not I just, been and it 12 wasn't even, hours. It wasn't it's been even, 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like I said, that's it, I'm not watching that show anymore. I just didn't care. And so I came I came back to it and again it was something about man when that first start peeling that face back and those so, bug you know what it was? It looks like a weird. baby face coming out of there and then it's on this ridiculously long neck and it's just yeah. so but <laughs> watching it this time I was and the, like And the eyes blink like the yeah. eyes blink sideways. Yeah, they blink sideways. So here's the thing. So that or was, maybe our eyes blink sideways. That was a while ago that I watched it, right? And I remember it bothering me then. And then having that long gap and going back, and there was part of the gap was like every now and then I'd be like, let me go back and watch. And then I'm like, yeah, but then I got to see more of them freaky alien baby face snake neck crap Technically, things. Technically, you could what have skipped skip bellies. Okay, son, look at me. Can yeah. I skip an episode no. of Doctor Who? <laughs> yeah. No. Can I skip an episode of anything? No. No. Can I watch a movie if there is an exist? If can I watch a sequel before I watch the original movie? No. 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 Okay. Oh, that's so funny. I am a completionist. Corbin knows this about me. Yeah. Corbin is a completionist. Trip, not as much, but he's going like, along with us. If it's I'm halfway like, done, it's good enough for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like except for when it comes to cleaning his room. Yeah, I was like, yeah. everything has yeah. to be put away completely in the right spot. Their <laughs> mom is track. not a completionist. Uh, she will miss 17 episodes in a row of a TV show and be like, eh, let's cut it back on. And I'm like, no, we can't ever watch it again because it's on Netflix and we don't have Netflix. And I can't go back and watch those 17 episodes. I'll be lost. What will I do? What will I do? Watch the episode. Video on demand has ruined me. All right, at any rate, um, I am watching television shows that came out 50 years ago. That's what yeah. I'm currently doing with my life. This is how video on demand has ruined us. So at any rate, um, for me, I'm going to give the creep level last time like an eight. And watching it this time, I'm going to give it like a five. Five, five out of ten sideways blinking baby <laughs> eyes. So Corbin, what about you? What what creep factor did you get uh, on this? Like, I don't know, four or five. Four or five? Forehead zippers. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of anything else. Trip, what about you? Say two. Two. Two yeah. out of ten chubby bellies. <laughs> oh yeah, oh man. Ridiculous it was the other bellies. thing, man. Gosh, they were... and like the belly buttons like folded and. It was yeah. actually it was actually surprising how fast they were. In CGI, which we're gonna come back to in just a moment. All right, that uh, all right. So our overall impressions. That brings us to the checklist. Fantastic. All right, our baddies of the week were who, Trip? The Slovene. The Slovene. Doctor Who um, was not the baddie of the week. <laughs> what? You said... Um, oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> Man, the who puns. The who puns. We're going to have to have like a whole 
section of, that. of who puns. Um, all right, so I, I, I forgot to write it down. Their planet name is amazing. It is, I don't know if y'all caught it. Oh, yeah. It's like well, 17 was... syllables. The Whovians <laughs> out there are screaming it into their iPods right now. Uh, it's like Rastakalorazan. I don't know. I know it begins with Rastakar or something like that. Um, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going I'm going to pause, pause us right here, and I'm going to go back and insert it later. Okay. So um, here's what... Hopefully um, we were able to do that. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Hopefully I didn't forget later on and there's just an awkward pause now. Um, so at any rate, uh, they were the giant green aliens. They had really long arms. Did y'all notice that? They like yeah. their, their claws were super yeah. long. They almost scratched the floor. And they stuffed... Like gorillas! They stuffed themselves... Yeah, like gorillas if they were lizards. Uh, they stuffed themselves into human skins and I, it reminded they, me... They had, they, had a compressor. they had a compressor around their neck, their neck. Yeah. that made them smaller. Yeah. Like... That doesn't make sense. Which caused what? Uh, oh, yeah, the farts. The yeah, because farts. the gas Fart. exchange. And I'm like, they just made that up. They just wanted him to be farty. Fart. Fart. Um, but an alien putting on a human skin like a suit reminded me of the movie Men in Black when the bug does this. And I, you guys haven't ever seen Men in Black, have you? No. Oh, we need to rectify that situation. Um, which, which, by the way, um, adults out there, uh, that movie came out in 1997. So as of the recording of this episode, that is 19 years and 11 months. And I just want to cry knowing that in, in three or four weeks, it'll be the 20th anniversary of a movie that I thought came out five years ago. But at any rate, um, the bug, there's a, there's a giant, so, so, so a, a, a spaceship crashes to earth. Spaceship crashes to Earth and um, kills a guy, and you see his skin flop over the edge, just like they did in this episode, and then he puts it on and he comes out, um, and when, holy cow, when he comes out of that suit at the end of the movie, he's like 12 feet tall. I mean, he's like (laughs) ridiculously, it's a 12 foot tall cockroach, by the way. And, oh um, gosh! Yeah, oh, yeah. So when they had that, oh, I'm, gonna, when they, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have nightmares now. Yeah. So <laughs> I was thinking about you know that is um, I wonder if that's kind of where that idea came from. But I love the fact that they addressed the size issue and talked about the um, the compressor thing around their neck yeah. because Men in Black did not. They were just like, yeah, it's totally a twelve foot cockroach inside of a six foot guy's you know skin. Granted, it's a tall guy, so maybe he was six foot six because it is a tall guy uh, that actor. So yeah, but I mean, he's not twelve feet tall. He's not. He's not anywhere near twelve feet tall. All right, no. so oh, our uh, trip, our fantastic count was today. We had one, but the running count is five. Now, does that mean he didn't say it at all in the second episode? Because I didn't catch it. Did no, he didn't. He Wait, only said it. In, unless we just missed it. But I don't know. Trip is on top of that usually. He, he usually gets that pretty good. Wait, what was the second one? World War Three. Yeah, World War III. Where the aliens have been totally revealed and now it's just a big battle. So yeah. at any rate. A battle um, between aliens. He, he really didn't. That's um, odd. Okay, did, did he or anyone else yell, run? I don't think so. I, uh, I did not hear it at all. Somebody had to have, but I can't remember an instance of it, but man, did they do a lot of running. Yeah, they... Holy moly, did they do a lot of running so in those two episodes. So, All right, so um, the uh, the opening scene... You can see Bad Wolf spray-painted 
onto the TARDIS. Yeah. Yeah. So you you come into uh, the 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 uh, the very beginning of the episode of the first episode. Yeah. And you see, Bad Wolf, uh, written clearly, written yeah, spray painted across the uh, the TARDIS itself. And the interesting thing about that is that um, I was reading. I've been getting a lot of our info off of TARDIS.wikia.com, and uh, they mentioned that. Russell T. Davies said in Doctor Who Magazine, which apparently is a thing, as well as uh, Doctor Who Confidential, these are like these little um, behind the scenes episodes that they do. Uh, the whole idea about Bad Wolf, which you guys don't know about yet, yeah. uh, which y- y'all know about it, you just don't know what it is yet. The whole idea of the Bad Wolf meme, as they called it, which I thought was, was appropriate, <laughs> didn't exist. It, it came about from this episode because they want they had this bit where a kid is spray painting bad wolf onto the TARDIS and for whatever reason they decided to take that and run with it and they started putting bad wolf references into every script and if you think about it if you remember we've already been hearing about bad wolf yeah so yeah. they actually went back and put it into scripts of episode you know the episodes hadn't been filmed yet necessarily but um the episodes had been written so they actually went back in and added those references in which may be why you know, uh, what is it, Mox of, of Balhoon? Yeah. Remember how it's just kind of a throwaway line? Yeah, that episode, audible. That episode may have already been filmed, actually, and they just added that in post or something like that. Um, but they they ran with it. Now, here's the funny thing. Uh, <laughs> nobody knows why Bad Wolf was the words that were spray-painted on the TARDIS. What so, the, like, like, all the mystery it, about Bad Wolf, the original mystery is... Why those words? Why didn't they spray paint something else on the TARDIS? We don't know. So, but for whatever reason, or they doc, said... Like Doctor Who or something. Uh, well, I mean, in-universe, that wouldn't make any sense because it was it was just a kid spray painting on a on a police box or whatever, so they wouldn't put Doctor Who because they don't, Doctor yeah. Who isn't a thing there. But at any rate... Well, um, I mean, he is. Well, he is, but... Doctor. So one, at any rate... One thing I did notice, at the end, you can actually see this... The kid is wiping the spray paint yeah. off of the TARDIS. Yeah. And when he finishes, the doctor's like, okay, now scurry off, or yeah. whatever he said. Like, yeah, it was a great Don't little... do it again and scurry off. Yeah. Wait. Did he say, now run along, or something like that? Because that would be funny. Oh, oh, did he really? He did. May- oh, that would be funny. Oh, he did. <laughs> we entirely missed that. I don't even, that. I don't even remember that. That's funny. <laughs> he did. So, um, here's, okay. a, here's another one that slid right by that I caught in my research. Uh, when the UN makes the decision to give over the, the the nuclear launch codes to the UK, to the aliens, as it turns out, uh, the decision is codenamed Maloup, which is French for, wait for it, Bad, Bad wolf. wolf. Very good. All right. What the heck? So, yeah. Um, they find so many interesting ways of, uh, of working it in. That's why um, I try and pay attention, and sometimes I, you know, I miss them even when it's in English. Um, but there was no way I was going to get that one. So, All right, so... Um, Ever. Who, yeah. yeah. Uh, who is Rose? We've been talking a little bit about the development of her character. Um, this week we see how her disappearance affected her mom and, and Mickey, how it affected the people in her life. Um, that she left. Corbin mentioned that uh, they'd been gone for 12 months, but I don't think you actually mentioned the fact that doc- the doctor thought they'd been gone for 12 minutes. He I brought did. he 12 brought her hours. I did mention. That. Oh, it was 12 hours. 12 yeah. hours. Yeah. Okay, 
he he brought her back to what he thought was 12 hours after they had left even though they'd been gone for you know a bunch of time 12 months well no no no, i'm talking about in their time oh it'd been a few days she said yeah they've been yeah they've been gone for a few days brings her back to what he thinks is 12 hours later turns out it's been 12 months and this has a huge impact there's like missing posters all over the place Um, i'm beginning to notice something he always seems to try and teleport to one place and ends <laughs> up where danger happens. Yeah, it's ridiculously Two episodes in a row. Yeah. Very, very, very uh, interesting. I've, I've been telling you, I'm watching Classic Who, and in the second story arc, uh, he's trying to uh, take the, the original, the very first companions, trying to take them back to the present. They weren't even on a different planet. They were on Earth in the past, and he was trying to bring them back to the present and ended up on a different planet. Um, <laughs> so that, that kind of stuff kind of happens here and there. It just ends up where the danger is. Yeah. So this, this theme of those who are left behind is a big, uh, a big recurring idea in the Russell T. Davies era uh, while he's there as the showrunner and whatnot. And How long is he? doing the show running. <laughs> I think he does it for the first five series, four. Wow. He's there through the, he I think he left at the end of Ten's time, I think. Because after the the, the, the regeneration between ten and eleven is a massive upheaval. There's there's a new doctor, there's a new companion, there's a new showrunner, there's new a TARDIS? new TARDIS, there's a new Sonic Screwdriver. It's like there's a whole new, new show. Sonic Screwdriver? New, what did they not change new, in the show? New opening. So, a new theme bad music. wolf. You say, new logo. <laughs> it's all new. Didn't you say that every massive time update. there's a new companion? What I thought you meant by that is every episode oh gosh that'd be hard oh geez no 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 no, no. there's there's new other characters like we've been seeing but so at any rate um (laughs) this was funny rose is uh talking about and you can see she's kind of lonely because she can't tell anyone about the amazing stuff that she's seen and she says she's the only person on the planet who knows about aliens for about five minutes because what happens she zooms over she's like that's not even fair Five seconds later, she like finishes her sentence and then. <sighs> alien ship crashes into Big Ben and then splashes down in the River Thames. Um, like, and was actually that? passing several famous landmarks. Oh, if of course. You didn't know yeah, yeah, you gotta do that. So by the end of the episode, um, she is totally ready for adventure. Um, Jackie, her mom, knows about everything. Um, yeah. uh, bu- 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 Mickey already knew about everything, but now he's yeah. you know he's a little bit now he's been involved in things. Um, we're gonna c- loop back around to him in just a minute. Um, the uh, time war. I didn't hear anything this week. Did we hear yeah. anything about the time war? No. Okay. Um, no. Who is the doctor? First of all, we learned that um, he's he's an alien expert, right? Yeah. Durr. Yes. Um, and there is a code nine emergency protocol. When that goes into effect, all of uh, the UK's uh, surveillance equipment goes into this search mode for certain keywords, and we saw that the keywords included Doctor, Blue Box, and TARDIS. And so it sounded the alarm that the Doctor is around, and so they they go and find him. Um, There's also a little bit of conversation about the Doctor's age. Um, He says that he is 700 years old. Remember, they're sitting on the roof? Yeah. Uh And he says 700 years, and she says... Wait, wasn't it 900? No, it was 700. Um, 900 kind of comes up. So so <laughs> I realized that this is apparently an incredibly in-depth conversation. I knew that 
this uh, this doctor says 700 years. I know that later on, 10 says that he is 900 years old. 11 at one point says something like, oh, around 1200. Uh, 12, I can't even remember. Um, we do have the fact that 12 technically is a couple billion years old. Uh, but, oh, yeah. But his body, his body was being recycled. So he didn't really, like his body didn't age for those billions of years. But apparently when he got out, he remembered all of it. So he has... A billion years worth of life experience which that's just mind-boggling that, that's just awesome yeah and when you say you know a billion years plus 1200 you're just being silly because 1200 is nothing comparatively but uh yeah. there's a there's a time lord named handrel or handrel back in classic who who mentions that one incarnation can live for around 10,000 years uh one incarnation of a time lord um so that's a lot um there are um, times where the doctor mentions that um, theoretically that time lords can live forever, barring um, accidents. You know, like they can be killed, but if they weren't killed, that they would just kind of go on forever. Um, yeah. So uh, there's different times where, uh, you know, the first doctor said he was 900, but then at other times he was younger. And then this doctor, and apparently 900 is a very common one, but he's, but he's been several thousand years old he's been 1200 years old he's been 700 years old so apparently it's a little timey-wimey it's just kind of like meh we don't know and one um, theory i think russell t davies actually said no no stephen moffat who is the next showrunner after uh, russell t said his point is the doctor's been around so long that he's lost count he doesn't even know so anytime he answers he's just making it up actually i will notice that when you're time traveling there is literally no way to keep track of time. That's what Stephen Moffat's point is: is that uh, he's been he's traveling got no, around so much, he just—he's got he no way. I mean, unless, no unless way inside the TARDIS there's like a clock that isn't actually affected by the time. And actually, uh, Rose made mention of that. Remember, she said it was you know a couple of days. It's so hard to tell in there. You know, so so yeah. even she mentions in universe that it's really difficult to keep track of time when you're time traveling. Um, so <laughs> it's really impossible to yeah, do that. Difficult stuff. So all right. So the companions development with the companions this week. First of all, uh, Rose gets a key. That's yeah. I love that he says it's about time you got one. And apparently they've been traveling together for a couple of days. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's about time. So, whatever that means. It's been a couple of years. Yeah, but... Actually, technically, it's been like five billion, but whatever. Yeah. But this yeah. is uh, this is like the, the sign that you are officially a companion, is that you yeah. get a key to the TARDIS. That means you've got access, uh, like independent key access. key to the city. Uh, yeah, exa- <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I never thought about it that way. Um, I love that... but what if someone... What if he's using the TARDIS and she wants to use the TARDIS? I don't think it quite works that way. Because I, I, I... Yeah... I don't know about um, that. I don't know what the key I don't think even it, does. It just gets you in the door. Oh. Yeah. Gets you in the door because it's locked. The um, then where do you know where it is? Where what is? Where the TARDIS, the TARDIS is. Well, that's the thing. You know, it's not like she can just. She doesn't have full free access to it. She just can get into it when she needs to, and that'll that'll come up as a plot point sometimes. So we see that Rose is growing in. You know, we've talked about the attachments between the companions and the Doctor. She tells Mickey. Because uh, Mickey says something about, oh, what a uh, some boyfriend he turned out to be. And she says, he's not a boyfriend. He's much more important than that. 
And he's I was like, an alien and a time lord. Yeah, but she's talking about who he is to her, you know. Yeah. And I thought that's an interesting thing to say to your actual boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he's not my boyfriend. A little jerky. He's much more important than that. You suck, Mickey. Um, and we we do see <laughs> as, as far as that so that's <laughs> that same relationship. The doctor has this uh, this uh, serious dilemma about saving the world but losing Rose. And we're going to circle back around to that in a yeah. minute because I wanted to talk a little bit about Mickey, uh, just sort of some of his development as a character. Last week, he's a coward. Well, not not last week. week the last time well, we saw him, yeah, uh, twelve months ago, episode. he's a coward. <laughs> This week, he saves, saves the, the world, world right? He launches, he launches a the missile at the building. Right. And we also find out he's a hacker. Yeah, he um, wasn't a hacker because the doctor gave him the password. But still. <laughs> Buffalo. So Buffalo? That was the password. I didn't, I didn't two F's, one, Yeah, two F's, one L. And apparently that has been the doctor's uh, password to unit since the sixth doctor. But um, <laughs> it's a random trivia fact for the week. He, um, Why wasn't that in the miscellaneous? <laughs> I didn't feel like it was worth mentioning at that point. But Mickey, um, you know, launches a missile. I love he, he tells Jackie, she's like, what are you doing? And he says, hacking into the Royal Navy. And he launches a missile that blows up the, you know, the Slovene and, and literally saves the world, saves the day. But okay. in, in the end, the doctor says, you know, you could go with us. And what does he say? Nope. He says, I can't. That's just, you know, I can't do that kind of a life. So he gets a taste of that danger and that adventure. It's not, he's not interested. So, but and again, but, all he did was shoot the missile. He didn't really, he wasn't in much danger other than when he was alien Well, except for the part where they, yeah, where the world was going to be, you know, nuked. Okay, but at any rate, whatever. Yeah, so Mickey's <laughs> not ready to three. go. Rose totally is. She is totally down. She is ready to rock and roll and go on another adventure. And uh, but but leading up to that, I mentioned earlier that the doctor has this dilemma about saving the world but possibly losing Rose, and this in that context, he's trying to make this decision. And I don't remember if it was Rose or if it was Harriet, but one of them said something. I think it was Rose said something about, you know, how is this uh, decision that that decision is crazy? It's nuts and blah blah blah. And the doctor's rant of the week, he says, "This is my life. It isn't fun. It's not smart." It's just standing up and making a decision because no one else will. Well, Where else did we see this uh, this week? We laughed about it. Uh, I have no clue. Remember when he walks out of the doors and the soldiers all pull their guns on him? And what happens? We laughed so hard about this. Oh, yes. They, they just suddenly went from, like, we're about to shoot you to now we're going to follow your orders. Yeah, somebody yeah. starts screaming. He runs, and they run after him, and then there's that great shot where he busts open the doors, and he's running, and they're just kind of running behind him. They're not saying, stop, we're going to shoot you. They're just running behind him. And then he starts barking out orders, and there's even that one beat, did y'all notice it, where one of the soldiers kind of yes. looks at another one like, who's this guy? And then he's like, come, you know, let's go. And he's like, all right. And he just goes, takes off. And for the rest of the episode, who's in charge? The doctor. The doctor, man. You've got the doctor. prime ministers and um, ministers of parliament and soldiers and generals. And the doctor is in charge. The doctor who? No, just the doctor. Just the doctor. So, uh, stuff that we noticed throughout the episode. Did y'all have anything? Uh... I did like his uh, his one line. Would you mind not farting while I'm trying to save the world? He's you know when the when the acting prime minister guy 
is just ripping it up while he's in the middle of, you know, trying to uh, figure out the plan and everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Um. Oh, what was it? There was this one part. No, uh, we we didn't really think of much stuff apparently. Apparently, we didn't yeah. notice much. Oh uh, yeah, the eyes. We, we oh yeah, about the sideways those. blinking. The sideways blinking yeah. eyes were just creep tastic. Oh, we talked you about. You hardly um, notice they were blinking, by the way. Uh, yeah, it was, it was really. Yeah, yeah, it was not only sideways, but it was like really quick. Um, which you know also happens in Men in Black. <laughs> totally just thought about that. There's a guy in, in one of the opening scenes. He blinks and he blinks and then he blinks sideways. It's kind of kind of creepy. He's got like a second set underneath his his eyes there. Uh, we have the. Uh, Aren't there actual things like in this world that blink sideways? Could be like um, actual animals. I don't see why not. So, that would be all. Send us a message on Facebook and let us know, audience. Um, <laughs> yeah. Send us a the, picture. The doctor, be amazing. Ew, creepy. Yeah. The doctor. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get all kinds of Photoshop and just. The doctor starts calling Mickey, Ricky. Yeah. Right? And he does. It, yeah. He says, "What's my name?" And he says, "Ricky." And he says, "No, Mickey." And he says, "No, Ricky." <laughs> and he calls him Ricky. I like that. Um, Mickey says, I think I would know what my name is. You think you know what your name is? <laughs> yeah, you think you know? And he does that throughout the episode. Every time he, he calls him Ricky, he corrects him and says it's Mickey, and he says, no, it's Ricky. And he just kind of keeps on, and, and that's going to become a nice little running gag. Was there anything else yeah. that stood out to you guys? Uh, not so much? No, All right, so really. does it hold well, up? Well, actually... Oh, go ahead. Why was Harriet Jones messing around with classified information? Exactly. She just walks that in there. That was kind of interesting. With that, and then she's like, wait, what is what this? Then they go start reading it. It's just confidential. Yeah. I wonder what that means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, emergency protocols in a locked up red briefcase? That doesn't look suspicious. Yeah, that just starts. It's called um, moving the plot along is what, <laughs> is what it's called. Somebody had to do it. So does it hold up? Um, what would, what would we say about costumes and makeup? Uh, the, the guys were CGI, so that those were what, pretty good. But they weren't. The pig. They weren't always. They weren't when always? The only time that the, the Slitheen were CGI was when they're running. Other than that, they are, I'm pretty they sure are dudes most, in costumes. I'm pretty they're sure most suits. people can't like bumble around that yeah, fast you be able in to a run suit that fast they um, were so and, swift, and they're though. They're just kind of leaning and, and really striding everything. You wouldn't be able to do that in those costumes. And, like, breaking through the doors. Yeah. Was yeah. Really. I thought the costumes were fantastic. How did they fantastic. get those giant claws? I love the fantastic. pig. It was fantastic. The pig. The giant the claws. Here was my one problem with the Slitheen. Not the Slitheen, but the Slitheen in the human costumes. Was the inconsistency about the zippers. So, like, the oh, first yeah. time it happens, really they lift that. up their hair on their blank forehead, they grab an imaginary zipper and pull it back, and a, a CGI blue line comes out with a blue light shining through. But with the general, you you, could see he lifts up the hat. You can actually see it. See and the then, later on, you can't see the zipper. Same yes. guy. But I, I love that. It was actually, I think it was a police officer who so went into Jackie's that? house. He pulls the, he pulls the, the hat off. And you can not only see the big zipper, you can see a a zipper pull. And I'm talking a YKK like you would have on your pants right now for real metal zipper. No, and it's so like funny. the zipper is like standing like a, a quarter inch off the forehead. Zipper or something? No, yeah, it's just and, like, the, and the zipper is 
The zipper's like sticking out, like, you know, sideways. How have we not noticed it? It's like a half an inch long. I'm like, guys, come on. And then, the, like you said, then the next time that same guy unzips, no zipper. I'm like, did we, like, did the budget run out? Oh, we, we blew all the other budget on that other episode. Um, so. Maybe it's just like the zippers disappear when they don't need them. Except for that one guy. It was visible the whole time. Anyways, we're talking a lot about um, the zippers. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, that should have been in the stuff we noticed. Uh, how did they attach a zipper to a person's head? Like, in real life, you mean? Like the actors? Yeah. No, like the aliens. In the, oh, uh, alien technology. And the same reason like... that they're able to compress a seven-foot per- alien <laughs> into a five-and-a-half-foot like suit. It looks like a rubber costume when they're wearing when they like take it off, yeah, it's like, yeah, what? pretty awesome. Um, Where are the guts and what, stuff? So we talked about this. We talked about the CGI of the Slovene. What about? How about the CGI of the? Uh, oh no no no! Speaking of guts, here's a special effect. Remember when they poured the vinegar on the thing and he just popped? Oh yeah, that yeah. was. There was green oh. stuff on oh. him when he was hacking into the plates. It looked like they took spaghetti noodles. <laughs> melted cheese and then poured like green dye on it and <laughs> threw it at Mickey. That was so blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and he did. He still had some in his yeah, hair they were realistic and on the side of his like face. Keep it all over his face. Yeah, and yeah. Hands. While he's you know working it on the computer. It looked like they there. made like jello, like green jello, and so just gross. And I'm pretty sure popped so it bad. in a bag. Yeah. So far, that's like the second or third alien to literally just explode. explode. Yeah. So did um the. You know, uh, Cassandra, Cassandra, the big, the stretched out <laughs> human being turned into a canvas. And um, uh, the the Balhoon guy. He exploded. Who? Yeah, Not on screen. D- yeah, but still, the sunlight hit him, and he just. I think he, he just kind of like exploded. Yeah. Like you could see his chair was just. I think like he more just kind of got vaporized. Yeah. So what about the CGI spaceship? The spaceship. Definitely I mean, looked real. It it looked real, but it also looked like it could use a little bit of work. Yeah. When it hit into the Big Bang, that like I could totally tell that was fake. Like I mean, they wouldn't actually destroy <laughs> the Big Bang to make a movie. <laughs> That's yes, awesome. They would. I, I I thought it was pretty good for 2005. The only the only place where it got a little wonky was right before it actually crashed into the water. The, the like flight mechanics just got off like it didn't look like it was actually falling through real atmosphere it just kind of was like rah, 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 just kind of like well that's, that's special effects like a um, paper yeah so paper. pretty good pretty good overall I would say that the the uh, practical effects of the the costumes were fantastic and the skin and fantastic you know, it, it was fantastic we're gonna keep saying that yes. um all right that so totally that that brings us to the next section on crazy and outlandish theories. That makes sense. Well done. Thanks. Okay. So. Um, Hit me with uh, it. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. I did have Come um, on. one theory. I want to hear it. Just <laughs> real quickly, I'm going to sum on. up the Levine's plan like Lay it super on me. fast. So um, basically what they were doing is they were going to launch a nuke on some place on the earth to start a World War Three, so they could sell tickets to other races to watch our world get destroyed. And, Just um, like they were watching the end of the world and the yeah. year five. So, you mentioned about us not really seeing anything about the time war, but I was wondering if maybe they started the time war 
just to do the whole family business thing. Exactly. And that would yes. make sense. And were they also time travelers? Like, how many species are we going to run into that might be time travelers? I mean, <laughs> it's funny. And any of the aliens could be time yeah, you would You would think that in a show where one of the species of aliens is called the Time Lords, it, it almost sounds like they have the the market cornered on time travel, but there it doesn't seem like it There is a whole time war. Right, right. So, so somebody else has got some time travel. Um, yeah. Definitely. So, all right. So any other theories? Uh, um, no. Not, not so much? All right. No. <laughs> well, as always, guys, uh, look us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash noobsandthehoovian. There's no the at the front. It's just noobs and the Hoovian. And on Twitter at Noobs Hoovian, because we can't fit the whole thing. It's too long for Twitter. <laughs> uh, so look us up there. Uh, we will hopefully have some uh, some good content going out there. We'll be posting yeah. our episodes as they go live. Uh, we'll be posting them there. Uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe to uh, our podcast, whether it's on iTunes. Um, I like to use Beyond Pod. Some people are using other pod catchers and different Beyond things like that. Pod. Beyond Pod. Uh, Android doesn't have iTunes on it, so you can't do the podcasts <laughs> Uh, through there, but a lot of people still get theirs through iTunes. So wherever it is that you're getting it, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, uh, give us some feedback, let us know how we're doing, tell other people how we're doing as well. And send us theories. And yes, send yes. us your theories. Pictures. Uh, especially noobs out there. Uh, give us give us what you got. If you find any uh, interesting Doctor Who related stuff, uh, send it our way. I need to go on. Uh, I found some interesting Doctor Who uh, t-shirts. Um, I need to go share those on the Facebook page. You gotta go order some of those. <laughs> yeah, right. Awesome. Yeah. We'll wear, wear them while we're for, recording. Wear, That's right. Wear them for like. You won't be able to tell, but we trust to, me, we will. So we need to we need to design some T-shirts that we can sell. So uh, listeners, give us some ideas of what you might want to see yeah. on a T-shirt or send us pictures. Yeah, That'd or Doctor Who sayings or things, not just from the Doctor, but anybody. Funny little catchphrases and things like that, or maybe even catchphrases. Uh, or something funny we've said. Uh, if you want to see that, in a, that's right. Fantastic. Uh, let us know. Let us know what that's all about. And Ooh, make I sure know. And art we could too. send us we like send we ours. can make a T-shirt that had every catchphrase of every doctor on it. We can definitely. Do that, that would be so funny. And also, you could send in art, yeah. drawings from episodes. That's right. Especially if you're uh, if you're watching with your kids and your kids are uh, are getting involved. They've got some skills and talents uh go ahead and write us uh, uh not write us draw us something up uh we'd love to share it with everybody and uh we still do not have an email account i am still um i, I would love to say i'm still working on it because that makes it sound like it's a, a very large undertaking but really it's about a 30 second process that i just <laughs> haven't gotten around yeah. to yet because i've got too much other stuff going on in my life <laughs> so that's all we've got this week Thank you, Trip. Thank you, Corbin. Make sure you join us next week for episode six entitled Dalek. Make sure Dalek. you guys watch that episode one. Six. Watch that one before you download, and we will see you guys next time. My name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Trip. And we're the noobs. And you've been listening to the noobs and the Whovian. Later. Later. Peace out. Bye. Let's go. Come on.
I've got that stuck in their heads now. I think I'm singing the wrong song. I think I think you went into Superman. Bye.